his computer. Yes. So hello everybody. Hello everybody. Welcome to um, season two, episode six of the Talk About Me podcast. And um, I started season two before lockdown, and then uh, then I stopped it for a while. And then in the last week, I've done about five episodes. So this has been really fun for me. Um, and this one is kind of we're finding out about uh, more peer support groups, women's groups. And I've also, we're very lucky because I've managed to convince my wife, Laura, to join me on the podcast today. So you can say hello now. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and we've got an amazing guest. We've got, we're going to speak to Victoria Carroll, who runs a, um, a women's group called Supporting Factors. And she'll spill us in a little bit about her story to start off with. Yeah. Hi. Great. Um, and thanks really much, uh, very much for intro, uh, introducing me and inviting me. This is my first podcast, so I'm learning pretty quick. And uh, yeah, hate the sound of my voice this week. But yeah, um, so Supporting Factors um, is a it's predominantly um, a women's support group. Uh, that's not to say that we, we kind of um, ignore men or think men are any less or anything like that. I just think there's some amazing men's groups out there who can do it better than me. Um, and to be honest, um, men kind of stick together and, and don't want us women kind of in the room and, and telling them what they should be doing because they get that at home, majority anyway. So, um, yeah, so I just leave that to the men and, and let the men's groups do that. And we kind of do our women's things, same as really you know we don't want men in our group messing up what we've tidied up really so we know what you like <laughs> um so yeah so i, I um I decided to um, start a community interest company. I work full-time for an organisation called Kalisa, um, and they're based in London. I'm kind of the Northwest Mentoring uh, Programme Coordinator up here, and I'm working with offenders um, coming out of prison. So I usually coach them, mentor them, um, and get them prepared for coming back into the community. And with that, um, I found that um, when they do come back in the community, um, the different types of uh, support out there for them. And I have been working with a few fe females that come out. And those that um, are in the community and uh, not struggling with addictions, not struggling with crisis mental health, so where they're at crisis point where they need to go into hospital, um, there's no real support for them. Um, you have to be kind of signpost to a certain degree to either have an addiction or be part of a domestic violence unit or you have to be kind of signpost and, uh, and put in one of these little boxes, which kind of I struggled with a little bit. I knew there were a point where we could support everybody and anyone. And the ethos behind supporting factors is supporting those who are struggling a little bit whether it be with mental health or being just socially isolated and disengaged from their communities but also with working with stronger um, females as well who can show us how they've achieved stuff and get them to kind of um, show us a way forward as well so um, with that um, I decided that I had this idea about uh, supporting factors and thought yeah I, I probably do that in the future um, and so I thought about it and thought about it and thought when I finish work I, I'll do it but um, yeah it happened a bit faster than that because um, Chris Judge from uh, uh, Directions for Men um, thought I had 
lots of spare time and I should be doing a bit more than than I am already <laughs> so he, he suggested um, I do it um, and, and get it up and running and I thought yeah I'll do that and then just in between that um, my son um, came forward and said that he'd been struggling with his mental health my son's 27 and never said anything he's a bricklayer bonny lad proper jack the lad three little girls lovely girlfriend and he just said out the blue i'm really struggling i've been to the gp and um i'd always not kept my depression and anxiety hidden but i'd re i'd never really spoken about it i took the view that i don't need to um, chat about it to my kids because I don't want them to be worried about me and you know if I don't want to get out of bed or have a shower it's it's just because I don't want to and not because my brain's telling me you know it's okay not to um, so when my son come forward um, that triggered a lot of things for me um, and within the space of four weeks my son had gone from telling me that he didn't feel well to going into full uh, schizophrenic psychosis, being sectioned, ending up in three different hospitals, and my world fell apart. I just felt, um, you know, how I'd missed all of this, being a professional, being in, in kind of this field for over 15 plus years um, working, and I'd missed on, on, on my son having a mental illness. And um, he, when we sat down and really spoke about it, you know, raw and kind of got everything out, um, he disclosed to me that he'd, he was 27 and he'd actually first heard voices and experienced nightmares and, and horrific hallucinations at the age of 12 um, and never said anything to me. And um, when I asked him why, he said, I thought that was normal. Um, and he's still dealing with that and that's great um, I didn't deal with it that well I thought it was my fault that kicked off my anxiety my depression um, you know I thought his childhood had been a complete lie and it really broke me for a little while um, and that's what really pushed supporting factors because when I went to um, all the consultants with him, all the you know psychiatrist appointments, uh, me and his, his um, wonderful girlfriend, we both went. They weren't interested in what we were saying. Um, there was no support for us. Um, he would be sectioned and put in the hospital, and we would be left with no support, no phone calls, no nothing. It was just a case of we'll update you at the end of the week. And I needed somebody to to kind of just speak to, just to say, I'm broken, help me, what do I need to do? And that's when I decided, um, let's drop this and, and kind of get supporting factors out there. And it's it's when I say it's a women's group, it's a women's group. Doesn't matter what the issue is, if you've not paid your bill, <laughs> Phone me up and tell me if it's causing you anxiety, then give me a show. And that's the reason why um, I started supporting factors. Yeah. And the fact that Chris Judge thinks I'm lazy, just having a full time job. Get He's a hard taskmaster, I bet, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke about very uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpick there, but um, it seems like you've used your, you know, the, the experiences that you went through. You don't want other people to 
to experience, you know, that, that not knowing or, or not having a place or not having an outlet. And so you, your reasons have led you to create something really brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, yeah, it's just, um, at first I, I weren't sure I was going to pan out or, I mean, obviously it was just before COVID. So it was right. Okay. Let's offer a group a week, um, to women who want to come and just chat and unpick things. So it might be that we have a group on a Monday at six o'clock. Um, at first I said, it'll be an hour long. Um, it wasn't, it was three hours long. <laughs> and I was like turning the lights off and shifting. That'd and be hard work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shutting a load of women up in a room is hard enough. So uh, a lot of women with, uh, you know, anxieties and agendas is even worse. So, and that was just me, uh, you know, kind of, they were trying to shut me up. But uh, yeah, so what I, what I initially did was just said, let's have a weekly thing where I catch up with you and it's an opportunity to learn what services are out there, um, whatever anxieties you have, um, let me know and I will go and do the research for you. I'll find things for you because um, I'm kind of, a, I'm a great advocate for finding stuff out i know we all say google it google it and you know i'm I'm great at saying that also but it's about having that hand-to-hand kind of conversation where you say it's all right me saying bring samaritans if you're feeling really low yeah and that is invaluable but actually i know when i was feeling really low I didn't want to phone anyone. I wanted somebody to come to me and say, right, okay, what do we need to do now, Vic? What do we need to do to get you out of bed? What, what is it we need? Uh, yeah. So that, that's the kind of, that's what we were looking at. But it's quickly changed from that now where um, with COVID, we went straight online. Um, that was a new thing because uh, I'd only used Zoom yeah. a couple of things. So it was like, right, okay, let's look at this. And yeah, <laughs> can we get a filter on it and stuff like that? And yeah, yeah background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so there was a whole new thing on that. Um, and then we quickly went to three nights a week and uh we've changed it all up with the help of the service users well service users that's an old term that i used to use but with the ladies in the groups um what we've done they take charge so um it's not just me anymore i'm not doing all the hard work they have to do some of the work as well so it's about giving them empowering them and giving them the confidence to step forward and, and do do the thing so um i'll set on right fridays Fun Fridays, I'm having the day off. What are you guys doing to take the Zoom over? Because I'm not doing anything. And um, they'll say, right, okay, well, can we write a piece of poetry and, and talk about it? Yep, let's do that. Let's put a novelty thing on. So this Friday, we all have to wear a hat while um, somebody's doing a session about poetry and kind of talking about what, what, what that piece means to them, why they've chose that piece. So that's what we're doing on Friday. The, and then we'll decide who's taking the lead next Friday um, and we do stuff like that so Mondays is all about mental health um, it's anything to do with mental health whether it's about looking at stigmas looking at kind of um, different types of therapies or treatments or stuff like the MOT and the mechanic and what that means and what, what black box treatment means. You know, if they've got a question, 
throw it at me, I'll go away and I'll, I'll make a session out of it. it you know, we'll, we'll... So it's, it's user-led. It's like, it's like part yeah. social group, part, part advocacy. Obviously, you're a very strong advocate and signposting. Yeah. A, bit of a bit of everything. I think that's really effective. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what we do. And then Wednesdays, it, it's worth it Wednesdays, which is the corner. I know. Um, oh. I don't think of it. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> the other one, we couldn't say anything on. Yeah, we couldn't mention the other Wednesdays. But um, so Wednesdays, it's all about me. Um, well, it, again, it's usually led again. Um, so whatever they want to do. So if they envision something about um, a career or an interest or a hobby, they have to tell me what they're interested in. I'll go off again, find someone. So this week we had Joel. Um, he just happens to be a friend of mine um, from London. He's also a producer and um, makes documentaries to Channel 4. Um, so he does the 24 hours um, in A&E or One Born Every Minute. Um, yeah <laughs> so he does all that he does the you know kind of apprentice and and stuff yeah. like that love island whatever that is so <laughs> yeah so he does all that so i asked him to kind of come come on and just say right okay joel how did you get your job why did you get your job was it easy tell us tell us what we need to do we don't want to be actresses but if we fancied a job in media what do we need to do and it was really interesting because all the girls thought you'd have to go to college university do a media study and he said no you just have to be a runner you just have to look for a job as a runner be a runner and then you move up and move up make coffee move up and learn things and it was all about he kept saying um, you just keep learning all the time and I'm like my heart was like pounding because I'm thinking yes the five <laughs> ways to well-being go on Joel didn't even know what he was doing I'm like yes go on Joel um but it was so amazing because um the girls bless them they were um they, we had like um, a full team on bless them they all come on Hair done, makeup done. They didn't have a makeup because I was like, oh, I'm going to rip up the bits this week because I'm like, well, you all look lovely today. What's going on, girls? It didn't matter that Joel was a young, good looking lad from London who, yeah, yeah works in TV. So I'm like, That's yeah. Okay. I think um, it's clear to see you've got a good bond in the group. I don't know if you wanted to ask about how much women open up. Yeah, I was having to think about this and I think um, I think generally in society we sort of say men don't open up and men don't talk about their feelings yeah. um, and that women are mu much better at that but I'm not sure if that's the case and I don't know if you found that you know that's true or not. Yeah, I think it, it, it's a very personal thing so I don't think it is a gender thing at all um the amount of people that i've worked with in the different areas so um i've worked with alcoholics drug addicts i've worked with offenders i've worked with women i've worked with um kind of domestic violence and you know kind of all different people and um gender doesn't come into it it's specifically about that person it's about the trust and that relationship you build with that person um I've I've worked with some people that have um you know at the beginning I've thought I'm gonna get nowhere with them but you persistently just sit there and kind of listen and listen and then all of a sudden you'll you'll see you'll see a difference there's a slight turning point you'll absolutely recognize and you'll think right okay they're gonna start opening up and they do um yeah. 
I think it is a person on person. Uh, not all women's groups open up um, and definitely not in just groups as well. Some of ours will give snippets of what's happened to them. Um, but a lot will contact me personally and say, this has happened, that's happened. How do I deal with this? Um, yeah. And it's through working with that on a one-to-one. It's never usually in a group. If somebody mentions something in a group and they really yeah. open up about something, it's because they've already dealt with it and they're sharing that information with somebody else who is going through something yeah. or they believe they're going through something. That's what happens a lot in our men's groups and the, our, the support we're providing. But I'm, yeah. as obviously with your expertise base, you know, the way my groups are going, for example, I might be in your position about in a year, in a year's time, for example. You know, and it's just like we, we've got a lot of guys who are sharing quite deeply because they know it's helping each other. Yes. But I think yes. we've just started the women's group and like it, it can be quite tentative at first, can't it? Yes. Yeah. And it's just about, um, yeah, we've, we've kind of bonded as a team. We are a team at the minute. And what I'm yeah. hoping for the girls is... Um, that I've got really strong group at the minute who are on Zoom, this group that's on Zoom at the minute. There's roughly about 10, 11 on like core group at the minute who are absolutely brilliant. And what I'm looking for these is their core leaders. So they will be kind of, well, I said peer mentors, but they will be peer leads in, in you know kind of in the future that's what I want for those to kind of give them some training to coach them into being that lead but it's about I think because I've got a lot of um, experience as well life experience because my life has been like yeah <laughs> yeah up and down um, my my knowledge is built on a base of experience and then going gathering as to why um, I've let that happen or, or the rest. Um, yeah. But I think because I'm quite open with everything because I've been there, done it and kind of fell down the hall and come back again, because I'm quite open, a few of the girls open up, but it's not as deep as they need to go. If they're, if they're quite open in saying, you know, I was in a relationship, it's domestic violence, you know, I used to do this or we did this or this happened it's because they've already dealt with it, not that they're yeah. going through that at that moment in time. Those that are quiet um, and need support will usually come to you privately um, or you may have to just kind of gently speak to them quietly, um, you know, on a later, yeah. later time, yeah, just to check in with them. But yeah, okay. it's definitely not a gender thing. Uh, women are not as open. They're open with opinions. Don't get me wrong. They'll give you an opinion. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. If I'm looking rough, they'll tell me I'm looking rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is more often than not. So like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it is interesting. And, and, and we are using this, I suppose, to find out about about how to grow it. I know you guys use it five ways to well-being a lot, yeah. don't you, in the work that you do. I don't know if you want to talk yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, so the five ways to well-being, um, like I said, we, we've structured that. So kind of um, with the Zoom groups at the minute or the, if we were to do groups in, in the community. So one of the five ways to well-being is the connect. So that's the, the connection. But it's also, we've got little splinter connections now. So um, the girls have like exchanged phone numbers, text numbers. So I know if one's not come on the Zoom, 
there'll be two others who will say to me, oh, I've spoken to such a body and she's not coming on today, she's not feeling great. And I'm like, right, okay. So they're, they're all taking responsibility for that as well. Um, they give back as well. So, um, yeah, this is me giving back. I am a time to change champion. So I, I, I do like to kind of, yeah, push that, that, you know, it's about not just about my mental health, but um, it's about others and about reducing that stigma. So um, giving back with supporting factors is me. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this is all me. It's running out of the coffers of my bank at the minute, which is coffers at the minute. Yeah. But, um, this is that my time and kind of my and my experience. It, it, this is me kind of giving back to the ladies. Um, keep active. We're, we're kind of slightly on that at the minute. Um, keeping active, we uh, we definitely want to get back out in the community. I'm dying to um, yeah. Uh, ask the lads if they want to game a five-a-side with us women <laughs> um, yeah and get lots of activities going I know we've um, we've asked uh, Adidas if they would sponsor us for um, a team so we go around and try all different um, kind of uh, sports instead of you just trying one sport we go around as a, a team trying all different sports instead of you know like trying a, a sport with a team so um, I was waiting to hear about that, see how that pans out. I can't see it panning out very. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have a few laughs on that. But um, yeah, so the activity bit is about is about keeping fit and keeping health. Though. But at the minute, the girls are trying the best. They're going on the daily walks. They're telling us what we're doing. Um, I'm excluded for that because I'm not eating chocolate, so I can't go on a walk. That's um, got doctors <laughs> not for that. Um, so yeah. Um, Keep learning is a massive one um, and a big advocate for that, yeah. Um, learning something new, if it's just about a little bit of information, but um, just little crafts and stuff like that. Um, I'm always picking something up, learning something. I'll sit there on YouTube, look at something and think, right, okay, I'll learn that. Um, origami and paper crafts, um, that come yeah. out of... Um, I was trying to explain how to uh, communicate with someone um because uh, communication i was training some volunteers how to work with offenders in prisons and how communication is completely different than how we would expect communication to be so body language for for certain eye contact you know don't stand there looking into somebody's eyes for five minutes you know it doesn't work the same in prisons and um i was trying to explain something about um you know we, we listen with eyes and ears and body language and um, so i learned how to do some paper folding and from that it just like yeah it excelled itself so i've got all the girls doing origami now and, and we're thinking about doing some crafts for christmas so we're going to have a craft fair at christmas now and um the the proceeds from that is going to pay for us a nice meal so we can all sit down so it's just little ideas that we have uh, but then the girls run with it and it's like right okay yeah, yeah so just stuff like that so it's keep learning so within that that, get, that keep learning so where we're doing crafts i'm like no saying so right okay so you need a business plan you need to go away and think about that how are we going to do that where can we do this craft what how much is is paper or what's the costing of that what do we need to put in man hours this that and the other and they're like oh, never thought about that 
start yeah they've, they're all turning into alan sugar at the minute like thinking about <laughs> it's fantastic to hear about that it's um it seems like you have good connections with other groups in your area and like you say you mentioned time to change and, and yeah. is that that helped you get set up or absolutely absolutely uh, warrington is an amazing place to be working in at the minute i mean i'm based in in bolton but just on the cusp of um kind of salford way as well so um i grew up in in, in walked in um, living at my grandparents every weekend so um yeah really i'm a walked in girl but um yeah <laughs> yeah so um i love it i i love that end um but warrington just seems to have um taken me under their wing i don't know whether they think i'm from bolton or not i'm not quite sure i don't think they've sussed me out yet but um we have something called warrington cares at the minute and it's um roughly about eight eight groups eight organizations that are all decided to promote one another's groups so yes. it sits really nice because um we all do different different types of of groups and support some of us do crossover as well but um it's nice where we've come together through time to change but we've come together and decided that we're going to promote each other and work together as well so what we've done is got this network called warrington cares and then we're going to push that forward and, and really ensure that warrington is completely covered with a support network and make sure that, that yeah. warrington knows that i think that's really important because I know when I kind of sit here in Bolton, I'm still finding groups that I didn't know were there. And I'm like, right, okay, I'm not sure about that or who them are or what that is. Yeah. Where, you know, if, if there was kind of, I know there are um, directories out there, but, you know, you have to dig to find them. So, yeah, the, the Warrington is a, a really yeah, good Yeah, it's amazing. I've been on Twitter. Like, yeah. yeah, and retweeted a lot. And, like, people retweet and share my things yeah. and I've not even met I just think that's a really nice way for it to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've just looked this this month. Um, I were on my figures this this month, and um, over the uh, April, um, our our tweets and Facebook have reached thirty five and a half thousand people. And I'm like, wow, are you sure? And I've I've relooked and relooked, and I've thought that's amazing you know for just like me tweeting away a few tweets and i'm thinking that had a, that's an amazing reach you know kind of just for a little organization i'm just kind of not even starting getting into it you know like where i'm it's that is just the odd tweet whereas um yeah and that is because of this warrington cares and because we're all kind yeah. of targeting each other and and there's other organizations out there that we bring in so like we will retweet everybody else if it's something or anything that we have a passion about then we will be we're not like oh we're not we're in this bubble and we're staying there but it's yeah. just really good to have that support because somebody will help me do the time to change video that went out i just did a little bit and sent it off on an email and somebody sent it back and said there you go and i'm like do you want to say mm, a lot? <laughs> That's peer support, isn't it? Peer support for the group leaders as well, because yeah. I think the group leaders, these, these people, you know, probably about half a dozen people who are in the same position, yeah. of which I include myself, you're pulling together so many things, so many things that are out of your skill set, even. And oh, you yeah. have to make sure that your mental health and your well being is important. So I think you said before we recorded about what you do for self care. Yeah, yeah. So it's just about, it's about, because, 
I think when you're when you're kind of in this in this um, field or area of work, um, it's really great. Not it's a great thing in what you do, but you have to be mindful to switch off. And a lot of us don't switch off, and that's detrimental to your health, your mental health, and others' mental health as well. So I know I'm at full capacity when my window of tolerance, that means when people leave pots and plates in the kitchen, um, and I start like going bright red and twitching and kicking off, um, I know that I've not expelled all what's gone on for me. So um, it's, it's important that we have to understand um, how much we're taking on and what we're allowing to be taken on as well. Because I, I've found that since doing supporting factors, the majority of people that know me will come up to me and offload their worries onto me um, and then walk away. And I'm like, um, right, what do I do with this now? You know, and it's kind of, um, it's a given that I'll, I'll be able to take that on and um, I'm willing to take that on so I've not practiced it yet but I need to practice the fact that I'm sorry I'm not working at the moment or have you got alternatives to um, support you Um, so I've got to work on that but um, as I was explaining before it's as though you're a big sponge and you're taking on all this um, vulnerabilities anxieties negative feelings and emotions you're collecting all of that and you become heavier and heavier and that does stay in within your muscles Um, your muscles your body your organs it all sits in there and then if you don't squeeze that sponge like a big jumbo sponge in a, a, a bucket if you don't do that then you're carrying that around for quite a while and all that can do is is yeah damage you and and whoever you're interacting with next so that's being mindful so usually what I try and do is I'm aware when I'm doing that I try and shake it off and if that's a matter of putting my music on dead loud and having a good old sing and I can't sing and the kids tell me that but um, having a good old sing a blast in the car you know with my music on not like a blast at 30 mile an hour obviously but a blast (laughs) in the car with the music on full and just like letting all that energy out or a nice soak in the bath um, you know kind of with lots of bubbles and pampering myself Uh, I don't do it all the time I don't do it as much as I should but a lot of self-care um but i'm quite mindful as well not to go down the route of having a big wine or having a gin or eating lots of unhealthy food because i have done that previously and found myself in a worse place than than what i actually was so it's trying to look at the positives unfortunately us positive people have to be positive all the time um so yeah um yeah when we're not we fall dramatically so um yeah so that's what uh, i kind of look for for um yeah positive self-care really there's loads of good stuff there i don't know if like we advice for us guys as like, suppose, yeah we've as i said we've started a women's group and we've, we've had three sessions now wow. um and it was something i've been thinking of doing for a while but not felt like i had the time or or the balls to do it really and it was just lockdown sort of made me created a bit of time for me and I thought well why not give it a go now is there any kind of advice or tips you could give um us in our women's group in terms of making the most of it 
Um, I think you, I think because you've, you're doing it, that's the, that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing for me was actually going doing it. Um, I've always found, I, I've done groups and sessions and facilitated for 15 plus years and, and it's still the worst time is pressing that button to start or kind of turning up at the group and, and starting a group because they always say, oh, if nobody turns up or if talk rubbish or, you know, kind of if somebody heckles me or something like that or I forget what I'm talking about, all of them things. But actually the fact that you've thought about it and you've turned up is the best thing ever. You're giving that opinion to everybody that one, you care and two that they matter and that's the biggest thing for anybody they've got a point of contact to go to when they need help um yeah just try and have um agenda an agenda for that group and yes. just have um just yeah try and pull it back women as we know because i'm well i can say it but we do tend to run off on a tangent um so i do have quite a lot going going um yeah i'm like mute every two seconds because everybody's shouting over everybody else so there's a bit of control in the room so yeah um sometimes it gets a bit chaotic <laughs> so but i have learned to just chill out a little bit if it gets chaotic it gets chaotic that's the way it is i um I found that my anxieties were coming because I needed everything perfect. I needed yeah. people to hear me, the PowerPoint to, I, I sat there one week and I did a PowerPoint and it was perfect and it was lovely and I was dead chuffed with it. And then I updated my computer and forgot to allow it to run PowerPoints. So I got this PowerPoint and it wouldn't run. And I thought, I just wanted to cry. And then I thought, oh, I've got a piece of paper. So I sat there and read it off a piece of paper. I hit the same things. I said the same things. Yeah. And it, was, it made me laugh because we were all about confidence. And I thought, I'm giving, a, I'm giving a talk about confidence here. And I'm like sweating, thinking, <laughs> my media's not working. So it's, it's about chill out and enjoy it. The groups are there. Yeah. I treat them as much as um, my therapy, as much as their therapy. And that, that, yeah, I take lots from them. I really do. And um, get them to do some work. Get them to take a bit of yeah. a lead. Sit back and see what they can do because there's some brilliant talents in them groups. There really is. There's, um, I mean, one of the girls, um, we've got a, a pharmacist coming along next week giving us a talk on pharmacy. And um, one of the girls said, I'd love to be a pharmacist. And I said, all oh, right, what's that? And she said, um, because I've been taking all this medication for years on end, I always wondered how they knew which medicine to take, what, re what reacts with what, and, and she really gave me this really long lecture. And uh, I went, wow, that's amazing. So I got in touch with this pharmacist and just said, do you fancy doing this? And she went, oh, I don't know, what would I know? And I said, just tell her how you got into pharmacy. And she said, yeah, of course. And she phoned me up um, yesterday and she said, oh, I'm so super excited. Can I not do it this week? And I went, no, it's next week. And she went, I'm so excited to come on. I've done a little speech and everything. And I thought, I don't know who's getting the most out of this. The girls, her, me, you know, and it's just so exciting to see people just giving that little bit. And I think it's, it's just that, just taking from that, you know, and yeah. And just getting Empowered. the feedback. Yeah. Get the feedback as well because that's very empowering for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Oh, you okay? 
Yeah, well, you've got to start somewhere, but I think I think you're obviously doing so much for your group, and we're glad to have started. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. I suppose I always think, where's the roadmap? Like, where is it going with my own organisation? Um, but I like what you said about it is good for me as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I try to facilitate. And, and the facilitator, in my eyes, is to keep it moving. It's not yeah. to be the centre of attention. But sometimes when, um, you know, the conversation can stick or there could be, like, and I try, I try to get people to avoid, say, giving themselves, giving each other advice directly or asking yeah. direct questions because yeah. I don't like it when people are put on the spot. No. So we have a little bit of a contract for that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like that. I always say I'm the gatekeeper. I'm the one who lets lets them in the room and lets them, you know, kind of kind of decide who's in the group, really, and not in an awful way. But I have heard about these awful things where people are jumping in on Zoom groups. But um, yeah I'm the person who lets them in and I'll make sure that we just check in so I give them one word check in uh, which again we're all women so they're never one word they're always a sentence <laughs> it's so funny you said that that happens all the time I, I tell you three words and then someone will just do five minutes and you're like I'm pretty sure I've said ten times three words yeah three words yeah I always say give me a word and I'll always get an okay a fine and you're allowed okay three times once you've said it three times you can't say it again on the next Zoom. Um, and then they go to fine twice. Um, <laughs> and then that's it. They've got a yellow card. Um, I put feelings when you look on the, on the screen so that people could actually, because it won't oh, really? be like, come on, we've got more of a vocabulary. Yeah. sometimes yeah. hard to find a word to describe how you're feeling. And then when I saw that feelings wheel, I was like, it's all there. There yes. it is. I'm feeling that, that and that. Yeah, well, what I try and do as well, I try and mix it up. So um, I don't know why my brain's wired. It's wired a little bit weird sometimes. But this week, when we had a check-in on uh, Wednesday, I said to them, if you were a tin of soup, what soup would you be? And they're like... <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, because they were all ready for, how are you feeling? And they were all ready, fine, okay, feeling really good. So I just said... You're a Tennessee, what flavour would you be and why? And they're like, ooh, I don't know, tomato, why tomato? Ooh, because I'm feeling bright and herby. And, you know, so it's like... Get warm into... people up, isn't it? Yeah. Warm yeah. people up, get some talking. Yeah. Another one is, um, I always ask is, would you rather be sticky or itchy? And they're like, that's a stupid question. It might be, but it might possibly be a question in time to come so i just kind of try and throw a curveball because they're expecting certain questions yeah. because especially with mental health you get asked the same questions all the time so we only use certain certain parts of our brain all the time so what i try and do is just mix it up a bit so yeah yeah it's usually somewhere keeping them switched on i really like that i don't know if there's anything yeah. else you want to add before i kind of she had a question, yeah. I'm sure. No? Uh, I asked my one question. Well, well, that, well that's very good. Uh, I was saying, <laughs> at this time, with lockdown, obviously, yeah. you've, you've adapted, we all have some precedent times. It's going to go on for a little bit longer, I suppose. Yeah. It then is a transition back to life before, and I think this is going to be a really tricky time for our service users. So yeah. how do you anticipate that going on? What do you think you're going to yeah. put in place there? I think I'm loving the online stuff, absolutely loving it. Um, so I think it's going to be a mix of both. I think I can see it, you know, kind of um, where we're going to drop one session online 
and yeah. that's going to replace in the community so where we've been doing uh, three sessions each week i think we're going to do two online sessions and then one in the community see how that works for a little while um so yeah the check-ins there because i mean they've got access um to social media and telephone email they can get me however they want and believe me they do um i'm sure some are on stalking bands but they do <laughs> they do get me when they need me um but um yeah i think because i love the online stuff and they love it so much um it's been absolutely brilliant and i don't want to let that go now so i think yep. what i'm going to do is very quickly just drop the one and then have one in the community and two online so they've got they've got the best of both worlds then really yeah i like that I like that. We, I think we're going to we're getting our Wednesdays men's up and running again once yeah. we're locked down. But I think we're going to keep our Sundays just and have it as a so if I have three different groups happening on a Wednesday, just yeah. get them all in on the group, and then you can just you can separate people off into little mini rooms on Zoom, can't you? And yes, then give them yes. tasks to do and things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a, there's definitely something that I want to um, yeah, I definitely want to play around with it now. It's um, it's brilliant. Yeah, I do love it. It makes it more accessible for everybody. So if, if you're short of time or, I don't know, maybe you've got children and you can't leave the house, mm. you can yeah. still dial into something on a Sunday evening or a Friday evening and, and oh, have yeah, that connection. Yeah, mm. I have two. Um, I have a couple who come on, uh, one's in the bedroom, one's downstairs. It's absolutely brilliant until they're walking past each other making a brew and then <laughs> like the feedback is unreal on like mute mute and they're like sherry not to each other make a brew we don't it's lovely though to see isn't it i yeah. think yeah. we've created something we've adapted and yeah. created something that wasn't there before yeah. so like you said you'll have face-to-face -face things in the community and yeah. things online and i think the future for peer support is looking um yes. quite bright i think because people are learning about it more Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's totting up this, this month, um, if I've done, on an average, and three sessions a week, I've kind of spoken to, um, we will have covered about 120 people in a month, um, oh. face to face, and that's, that's with Zoom, which is, it's not a massive amount, but it's 120 people, it's a lot more <laughs> than you know just kind of meeting somebody in the community and chatting you know it, it's a good reach and i'm like hey, okay that's pretty good but i've given myself a target now and i'm thinking oh, i've got to smash that next month so i think you should be uh, really proud of what you're doing and i think uh, um, we've learned a lot from you and hopefully brilliant. keep in touch and oh, love to yeah, definitely. We'll, and we'll meet in the flesh i'm sure we'll do yes some kind of, i need to come over to warrington that's where i'm gonna feel the love i think I know, yeah, you need to, honestly, absolutely brilliant over there. They've just got it so right. And it's like, I'm in Bolton and it's like, oh yeah, I, I just, I need to get Bolton the same as Warrington. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, like, well, Bolton's got a lot of good things going on, but it's yeah. very inspiring, isn't it? It's, I think that's the point. I think some, too many people are afraid to be inspiring. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, it's just about, do you know what? Just get it done. Let's just do it. It's just That's about a great way to... To yeah. kind of end. Victoria, thank you so much. Oh, and you're welcome. Putting factors, I'll share, share, and yes, and I'm sure Laura will be on at you. Yeah, I've got course. Yes, let's have Zoom chats. Definitely, yeah. we're forward. Yeah, <laughs> because right, well, saying, are you zooming again, Mum? I want to watch telly, and I'm like. <laughs>
You're addicted to it. <laughs> yeah. Put your feet up and enjoy your weekend, Victoria. You've done really well. Oh, I've got another two now. I've got one with work and then another women's group as well. Oh. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I will be enjoying the weekend. And thank you so much. And please come on. Thanks for coming. Oh, no problem. Okay. Right. See you later, guys. Yeah. See you later. Bye.